Hello, Jerry Maloney here, and welcome back to The Raindrop. Today's date is Tuesday, June 18th, 2019, and I'm here to bring you some more weather information. If you don't know, you're now able to listen to this podcast on Spotify now, so check the link in the description if you're listening on Anchor, and I'm going to try and post that on my social media to the Spotify link. For my second podcast, I'm going to make my very first additions to my next day forecast by adding some of upstate New York, touching up on Albany and Syracuse areas, as well as expanding south to include Maryland, D.C., and parts of Virginia. So on tonight's agenda, we're going to have tonight and next day forecast for the Northeast U.S. areas, including Philly, New York, Boston, D.C., and of course, Jersey. We're going to have a more general outlook for the next few days over the same region. Those two are, again, going to take up the vast majority of the podcast time here. And then I'm going to give you a little weather update across the U.S., anything interesting happening there, a little bit of a tropical update, another this day in weather history, and then just wrap it all up at the end. All right? Sound good? Now let's get started. So for a one-day forecast, I'm going to set the scene here that there's still that front meandering through central Jersey and Pennsylvania, and there's high Cape values across the region, and that's going to help induce some storm lifting in the area. There are several waves of low pressure across the country that are generally moving towards the east, and that's going to bring enhanced precipitation impacts across the region as each of the waves move through. So that first wave I'm going to talk about here is actually pretty much already moved through and had most of its impacts already. It's already brought some rain and thunderstorms to North Pennsylvania, North Jersey, Southern New York State, into the city, all the way through Massachusetts during the day, and it's now moving on out with only a few areas of rain remaining across the region. I mean, it depends on when I release this. It's, it should be out of the way by the time it's up. The second wave has already started impacting and even moving out in places further south, especially near the D.C. area with a large swath of storms moving through Virginia and Maryland with impacts there tonight as well as the southern Pennsylvania and Jersey areas. The third wave is going to be the strongest with the pressure even dipping it down into the 990s, pretty atypical for this time of year, and it's going to bring a larger area of rain and it's going to have the greatest severe threat Wednesday into Thursday across most of the region. And that's like almost all the region. That's from Virginia all the way up through New England. All right. So tonight we're going to start a little different. We're going to go in chronological order of the waves. I'm going to start off with the, the first wave, those areas there, uh, what's been the impact by the second wave, and then I'm going to move on to the third wave in general. So North Jersey here. So we're going to start off with the first wave, which left some flooding in areas, especially further west in Jersey. The showers remaining with it are going to taper off into the evening earlier in Jersey and a bit later as you head east into New York City through Long Island. After a few hours low in the rain, that third wave is going to start rolling in and there will be isolated showers in the area overnight starting at around 2 to 3 a.m. later as you head east. The rain coverage will steadily pick up as the night turns to day and thunderstorms should start popping up around noon for North Jersey and a few hours later in the city. The rain and thunderstorm coverage will spread into southern New York State and Connecticut, but that's going to be lighter in intensity, and there's going to be fewer storms than in Jersey. You're going to have more sunlight there. As you head up north towards Albany, there's really only going to be just a few isolated thunderstorms there, but they're going to be uh, they're going to be spread out pretty thin across the area. You're going to have your breaks of sun in between, and there's just really your main peak is going to be mid-afternoon with a tiny secondary peak in the evening, if you really want to call it that. I mean. It's really just your two big chances for the day. As you head west in the state towards Syracuse, the thunder chance pretty much drops off, and there's just going to be some isolated rain showers in the mid-afternoon. I mean, maybe there's a crack of thunder in there. I'm not particularly strong towards that, but I, yeah, you're going to have your showers there. Connecticut, 
especially Southern Connecticut though, that's going to be the most similar to Jersey, and they're going to have scattered showers throughout most of the day. But your thunderstorm chance picks up a little bit later, doesn't really pick up to the late afternoon, but it'll last a little bit later, going well past midnight, where you'll have some storms moving through. Now let's go back to Jersey here. The thunderstorm threat is going to remain constant throughout the day tomorrow, with storms coming and going until the evening, and it's going to ramp up at around 8, 9 o'clock, and that's when you're going to have your highest chance for severe, th for severe storms and flooding, and you're going to have just your largest rain coverage across the state. The peak is going to happen slightly later for the city at around 10, 11 p.m., and a later for areas east with a less intense peak as the storms are going to fade as they keep moving east. All right. Temperature-wise, North Jersey should see some lows into the mid-60s tonight. Same for the city and slightly cooler heading near 60 as you head out along Long Island. Areas north of Jersey, such as Connecticut and southern New York State, they're going to be in the low 60s and it's going to be slightly cooler as you head further north and west in the state, with areas near the lakes dropping into the 50s. Highs tomorrow are going to be forecast in the low 70s in North Jersey, but I'm actually going to expect it to be hotter in isolated areas to get clearer skies during the peak sunlight hours even reaching into the uh, mid-80s there, even. I mean, that's a pretty big jump. Same feel for New York City and Connecticut, but slightly cooler on Long Island. Upstate New York should be warmer on average, getting around to 80 in Albany, and even to the upper 70s to get towards Syracuse. All right, so now to the Boston area. You're not going to have as long of a forecast. There's not too, too much interesting happening with you tomorrow. Your big day is really happening on Thursday. As we move further northeast from New York City, the rain coverage is really going to drop off with it, and it's mainly going to be a cloudy, muggy day for most of MA. With the far southwest counties, they're going to have some shots of rain during the day, but it's really nothing significant. Your rain chance is really going to be given at nighttime, as that third wave is going to start to affect you then, with some isolated showers rolling in at around 11 p.m. on June 19th. And that's going to be around the time that happens for Boston. And it's going to slowly build up through the night as we go along into June 20th. So the lows, they're going to be in the low 60s for the region with the higher altitudes dropping into the high 50s. Highs should be in the upper 60s across the region. But again, I'd expect some local highs in the 70s for areas with breaks in the cloud coverage. All right. Now on to the main event. It's again going to be the Philly, South Jersey areas, and that's, well, I'm going to extend that all the way down to the Washington, D.C. region. All right, let's go. <sighs> right now, the second wave should be affecting Virginia through southern Pennsylvania area by the time this podcast is released. There's a large severe threat with severe thunderstorms bringing high winds and even some hail in scattered areas across the region. While the greatest threat is going to be in the D.C. area, there will still be strong storms all the way through the Philadelphia, southern New Jersey area with a severe thunderstorm watch over that whole area until 10 o'clock tonight. After the main threat for the day dies off, there's still going to be some isolated thunderstorms throughout the night, and they're even going to be pretty scattered as you get closer to the D.C. and Virginia area all along the night as it turns 18th to 19th here. That coverage is again going to build up with that third wave approach going into the afternoon tomorrow. The peak coverage across the D.C. to Baltimore area should be drawn out from about 1 to 7 p.m. before dropping off with isolated storms that are going to be fewer and farther between, and they're going to be finished just past midnight. All right? Areas north in Philly and south Jersey are going to have peak coverage extending a couple hours later into the evening. It's actually going to start at a similar time where you're going to get storms rolling in in the early afternoon about 1, 2 o'clock, but that's that wave right there is going to extend a little bit later, all the way to about 9, 10 o'clock. 
and you're still going to have that threat of a few isolated thunderstorms throughout most of the night on June 19th into June 20th. All right, temperature-wise, tonight's low should be in the low 70s for the Philadelphia through Maryland area. It's going to be slightly higher in the mid-70s as you get to Virginia. Highs should be in the low 80s for the Philly and South Jersey areas, with isolated spots potentially getting into the 90s. Similar stories, you head south towards Washington with highs closer to the mid-80s in that region there. All right. So for the general next few days, I've talked about these waves here. Well, that third wave is still going to be moving in on Thursday across the area, and that's going to bring impacts all the way from the Mid-Atlantic through New England, and it's going to be a bigger severe threat than we've seen across the region as a whole on June 20th. By Friday, it's mostly moving out of the way, pretty much completely for Philly and south of that, and there's just going to be a few a.m. showers for Jersey, New York. It'll probably linger around most of the day in Boston, but it really should be out by the evening. Areas in Jersey and North should see some slightly higher temperatures later in the week as that last system moves through and brings some warmer air. All right. So for general weather across the country, we do have a large swath of severe weather that's going to be setting up tomorrow, and that's going to be from, it's going to be a large area. It's going to be from northeast Texas through Arkansas, northern Louisiana, all the way up to the southern tip of Illinois and Indiana. And that's going to be wide enough to be including northern Mississippi and Missouri, as well as western Kentucky and Tennessee. There's going to be some supercells in that region producing some strong winds, hail, and even a few tornadoes look a little probable there. So I'm going to keep an eye out on that. And hopefully, you know, hopefully we don't see too much damage. But if there's anything interesting, anything cool, anything big, I'm going to talk about that a bit tomorrow. Now, on to the tropical update. There's still no activity in Atlantic or anywhere in the world right now, but there are some signs that activity might be just around the corner in the East Pacific Basin. Both the GFS and the Euro have been spinning up some phantom storms in the last few model runs of the Eastern Pacific, and while it doesn't mean too, too much, it does show the conditions are becoming a bit more favorable towards tropical development in that basin. In addition, there is development imminent in the West Pacific Basin, and they are on alert for tropical development with a potential depression or storm could spin up in the next few days just southeast of the Philippines. And then that could strengthen as we go later on into the week if that does form there. All right. So this day in weather history, I actually had to dig around for this one. There wasn't too, too much happening today, actually. But on June 18, 1972, Hurricane Agnes strengthened into a Category 1 hurricane Peaking with winds of 85 miles per hour, it would make it would it would make landfall tomorrow. Like this, this should really be tomorrow's this day in weather history. It would make landfall in Florida as a minimum 75 mile per hour hurricane, and its name would be retired during the off season. Off season. It's actually one of the very few June hurricanes that you'll you'll have your name retired there. It's just very rare to see a system. Uh, system's name get retired in June. It's not, it's very rare to see a continental U.S. landfall this early in the year. So that's just a little interesting tidbit there. You know, I talked about how last time you generally you're still more in the severe threat. It is Atlantic hurricane season, so you will see a few storms that will make landfall and have some impacts. All right, now onto the wrap up. Really, thank you for all the support in the first episode, and I sincerely appreciate all the feedback given to me. And again, I would appreciate more feedback during any time. I am working to improve the uh, the editing of this podcast. It's not really going to be shown as much in this one, but it's going to be shown for some future ones. So hopefully I can get that done uh, for the next few podcasts. Uh, if you want to give me feedback, and I'd love any and all feedback, you can hit me up at my email at jeremaloney00 at gmail.com. 
as well as Twitter at baloney underscore Jared or other social media platforms if you have me there. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Raid Drop. This is Jared Maloney signing off.